0: People of note on Fine Music Radio is proudly brought to you each week at this time by Peter Turin Productions. This is Rodney Trudgeon welcoming you to this week's edition of People of Note here on Fine Music Radio. And I'm sure you know by now that the 10th South African International Ballet Competition will be running here at Artscape from the 23rd to the 26th of July. And it is, as I say, their 10th competition since inception, taking place in Artscape. And the SAIBC was founded as a biennial event by Dirk Badenhorst in 2008. And since 2021, it's been presented in a hybrid format annually. And today, the SAIBC is recognized as Africa's finest and most established classical ballet competition that attracts dancers of the highest caliber from across the globe, as well, as you will hear, as judges. Because with me in the studio is Dirk Badenhorst, the founder of the competition, but also one of the judges, Javier Monier Jr. from Cuba. And gentlemen, both of you, welcome. Dirk, let me start with you. Just fill me in. Tenth, it seems to have gone rushing by 10 years of this competition and presumably getting bigger and better every year.
1: It is incredible. It's been 15 years and 10 competitions. And we oh, have, because it's biennial. Of it course, used to be yeah. biennial and then it became in COVID every year. And then the numbers increased because as Tamara Rojo, the former director of the English National Ballet, now the director of San Francisco Ballet said, it made the competition much more democratic because some people in the past wouldn't be able to get here, but would still like to be part of it and can now be part of it. And we are therefore fortunate to be able to see them. But over the years, we've had literally in every year in the judges panel more than 180 years of experience, and I think that for me is what makes the competition so special. It's not just the entries, it's also the caliber of adjudicators that we are able to bring from the world, and the people that we are working with, and our funders, and our donors, and the incredible support that we've had from the city of Cape Town, both as an institution but also as a people. And I and I have to be thankful for everybody that has made this competition the success that it has been over so many years.
0: When you say about Cape Town, does the competition
1: only take place in Cape Town? That's the center action of the competition. That is absolutely correct, yes. We have thought of maybe taking it out, but at the moment still in Cape Town only. I, I would like to look at possibly in the future maybe doing one year in Cape Town and one year, one year in Gauteng. but. That's at the moment only in my thoughts um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that is what we are trying to do. And then this year we are doing something new in that we've also included a choreographic competition, which is very important. And then the other very important thing is the SIBC Recognition Awards. And that is really trying to find a way of building a bridge between the past and the present in honoring teachers, choreographers, lighting designers, set designers, coaches... Um, directors of companies to say thank you for building on this beautiful art form, ballet. Um, and it's people that literally are unknown to so many of us. I've been in the world of ballet for 30 years and two of the people that we are considering for the recognition awards I've never even heard of in my <laughs> really? life. And that is the purpose of this competition. Okay. And that's really what we are trying to do. And so we are very blessed to have an incredible panel coming this year. Um, in the director of the National Ballet of China, the director of the Dutch National Ballet from Incheon City Ballet. The girl that won the first gold medal in the 2008 competition is back as an adjudicator. <laughs> a wonderful turn of events. We have the wife of Mats Ek in Sweden, one of the world's foremost choreographers. Uh, now uh, she's a coach and a ballet specialist, Anna Laguna. We have Altan Dugara from Mongolia. We have former... Phenomenal ballerina from Cape Town. Carol Kinsey that is coming. So it's an incredible panel. And then we have from the Berlin State Ballet School, one of their master teachers, Mr. Christoph Bohm. And then we are very, very fortunate to have also with us Javier Monier Jr. from Cuba, dancing with Mzansi Ballet, teaching at the Mzansi Ballet School. And sharing the beauty and the knowledge of the Cuban ballet methodology with so many South Africans. We're
0: going to come to you in a moment, Javier. Sitting here very quietly, he is. But um, I wanted to ask you, and I know—I think I know the answer to this question. Do you get a lot of international response? We People actually do. We are very, very
1: fortunate. Because over many years and many travels, I have been able to to find more and more people willing to come to South Africa. It is so interesting because in 2008, it was a struggle. Um, it still is a struggle when we look at the cost of getting people here. Mm. But d- despite that, the interest is huge. The city of Cape Town is truly a beautiful city who doesn't want to come to Cape Town. And so therefore, it is, from that perspective, an easy sell. Um, and people do want to come. And they see it as a wonderful vehicle to be spotted by the directors of competitions and schools and companies um, because it's a smaller competition than, like, for instance, the YAGP, the Youth American Grand Prix in America. Um, and therefore, they are seen much better by our adjudicators. And I think that is very, very important. So we've had an incredible list of young dancers that had been given scholarships to schools or companies and who have made it big time in the world. And we've had dancers from China that came and took part and then got jobs in companies with some of the people that they have worked with. My
0: goodness, Dirk, you're glowing with pride and enthusiasm here. And when you say it's small, how do you limit the number of people who come and take part in the competition?
1: We have about 70 to 90 in-person competitors. Um, when we were, f- you know, we were the first ballet competition in the world to go fully online in 2020. Um, our dates just worked out to be perfectly in that time. Um, And then we had 180 entries, of which more than half were online entries. So Mm -hmm. it's it's a nice mix. And normally we have about, as I say, between 70 and 120 people that enter. Gosh, you've made it sound even more
0: exciting than it seemed when I was reading out the introduction. Now it's time, Dirk, to introduce one of your guests, one of your judges, I should say, whom you've moved in here. Um, who's come in and talked to us all the way from Cuba. And that's Javier Monier Jr., who is currently, as you heard Dirk say, a member of the Mzanzi Ballet in Johannesburg. So welcome, Javier. Thank you so much. I hope you're finding it terribly exciting, all this business, of um, being a judge of something of this extraordinary nature, and I presume caliber. Lots of good dancers here. Yes. For me, it's amazing because
2: this is the first time that I'm going to adjudicate a competition. Uh Uh-huh. And I used to live here before, and I took part from the competition, like, uh, in 2014, I think. And for me, being the competition is amazing because I get to know so many dancers around the world. I get to work with so many dancers around the world. Oh, that's true. And the experience of being here is, like I said to all my students, it is not about how you're going to win the competition. It is how you're going to meet people, how you're going to learn from the competition. And that's what uh, there's competition is about. To learn. And um, being in this competition is amazing because uh, it's hmm. the first time. Yeah. And I'm I'm gonna apply what I learned back in the day now.
0: So let's see, let's see what happens. Okay, now there's a lot to ask you, Javier. So I'm, I hope you're ready to answer lots of questions <laughs> about yeah, your background. But um, your first piece of music now, I see is a Traditional Cuban piece yes. of music. So, what are we going to hear? What's it going to sound like? So,
2: basically, what I uh, think is the traditional folklore in Cuba. So, uh, our culture is uh, well mixed with the Spanish culture as well. Right. So, back in the day, the, when the Spanish went to Cuba, so they have their religion. But uh, as an African, we came, well, uh, we couldn't mix our religion with them. So, what we basically did is like having their religion with us and then put all together, all everything culture, all together in that. So it came these amazing sounds that we we have that for our our religion. So we dance in every uh, party that we have. And it's amazing. It's beautiful piece. So people that doesn't know about that, they can't understand a little bit of what is going on. So for me being in Africa as well it bring me all the emotion from what I have in Cuba to here. So to the people to understand that we come from Africa as well. So yeah, it is amazing. <laughs>
0: First on Fine Music Radio, some traditional Cuban music there, traditional Cuban music. And it was the choice of my guest, who's one of the judges at the South African International Ballet Competition, which takes place here in July, Javier Monia Jr., who is from Cuba. But now I'm confused because, Javier, when you're talking about religion and African and Cuban, you are a black man. But are you African or Cuban?
2: So this is a really good question because we are mixes. Aaron said story came from Africa. So back in the day when the Spanish people went to Cuba, they took all the African people, the black, as a slave to bring them to Cuba and work there. And that's why we have all this mix with the Spanish one and the African. That's why we say we are Cuban-African. But normally we say we are Cuban.
0: Okay. Now, and so do you have family in Cuba or family in Africa or both?
2: Well... I think, well, I have family in Cuba, obviously, but I'm pretty sure that I have somewhere, <laughs> somewhere in Africa, you know, yeah, but I don't yeah. know which country because we they came from all over Africa. Okay. So we don't know which country
0: we have like ancestor. Okay, that's very interesting. Mm. So I was surprised when I when you mentioned that and knowing, uh, seeing that you're a black man and also Cuban, I'm glad we answered mm. that, <laughs> that. But now... Um, the other thing is that you are, as I said earlier, you're a member of the Umzansi Ballet in Johannesburg. So in fact, am I right in saying that at the moment you're living here in South Africa in Johannesburg? Yes. And how did that come about? Well, uh, like I said before, I came in
2: 2011 to dance with the company as well. So since that moment I've been working here with Dirk mm-hmm. and I always loved South Africa. I went back to Spain to study and I said, listen, I finished it, I want to go back to, <laughs> really? to South Africa Yes, yeah, really? yeah, because I love it. everything that I know, like a professional way, I learned here in South Africa. So I have a special gratitude for South Africa and all the people in South Africa that took me as a, my place here. So yeah, that's why I'm like, with there always. And working with Mzansi is being an amazing because it's a small company, but we are like a family we have so many production to do and for me it's amazing to be part of that company also we are teaching the cuban methodology because back in the day all my teachers came here to teach all the cuban methodology so now that i'm older <laughs> i have a little <laughs> more knowledge of the cuban methodology I can give that to the youngest one now. Okay. So all that that experience that I have before, I can give it to to them, and that's why we have the the Samsia school
0: as well. But apart from teaching and all that, you you are dancing with them yes, as well, aren't yes. you? Yes, I'm
2: dancing with the company as well.
0: Because you are like a principal, aren't you?
2: Well, we do everything. We don't have okay. uh, we okay. don't have that like uh, you are principal, or you are choreoale. So if I have to do principal, I do principal. If I have to do choreoale, I do choreoale it is not about you know uh, what position do you have mm-hmm. like i said we are ha- we are a family and then we have to do everything there
0: when you uh, when you came to south africa and joined um did you come down to cape town at all have you been have you been part of this competition before
2: yes i was part in this competition in 2014 which i won second place in the competition oh. and i always say to there oh. that uh, <laughs> I would love to live in Cape Town because I love the city. It's similar to Cuba. Then you can walk in the street. You have the the, the sea, and, and people are amazing here. But, I mean, like our base is in Yerbu, so <laughs> I can travel every weekend here. So, yeah. Well, that's
0: true. You can yeah. come down. <laughs> um, and now, do you have a, um, a, a certain time that you're going to stay in South Africa? Are you here on contract? Are you going to go back to Cuba? Or are you likely to stay here? Uh, we are. Well, I'm planning to stay
2: here because I come from Cuba, but uh, I'm living in Spain, in Madrid. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm planning to stay in South Africa, yeah, and help with the company, with the school,
0: and yeah. And enjoying it, but yeah, exactly. Of yeah. <laughs> now your next piece of music, to put it in a sort of mild way, is called a women's dance. Mm-hmm. Just explain a bit what we're going to hear.
2: So we are going to hear the women's dance is come from the ballet The Gold Rhino Mapungubwe that we did two months ago in the State Theatre in Pretoria. So it is about all the powerful women around the world, and especially in Africa. And this is a set of pieces that we did in the ballet. And it is amazing. It is beautiful to hear. And we have the whole story about the gold rhino. It's about Africa. And well, it's a history really back in the day. Mm -hmm. And it is amazing because every people that went to the theatre and watched this piece... They were really amazing. They were like, wow, how women can be, you know, so powerful. Who wrote the music? It's Mark uh, from, he's a composer from, uh, from Jorbu. And he's a, he did all the, the composer from, they got right on Mapumukwe. Yeah.
0: Okay. That's going to be interesting. Let's listen. So this is a woman's dance from yes. that ballet. Yes. Interesting, something again that we wouldn't have heard here in Cape Town, mm-hmm. would we? So it's a woman's dance from that ballet you said.
2: Yes, exactly. Called yeah. the well, the Gol Rhino Mapumbuque is the ballet. Okay. but it's a piece of the ballet. Okay,
0: my guest is all the way from Cuba via Spain and Johannesburg, and his name is Javier Monier Junior, and he is, as you heard, currently a member of the Mzanzi Ballet in Johannesburg, and he is also part of a distinguished group of um, panelists who form the judging panel of the South African International Ballet Competition. And you said earlier, Javier, that you uh, it's the first time you've adjudicated. Yes. How did you feel being asked to adjudicate something, well, international like this?
2: To be honest, I'm quite nervous about it because <laughs> uh, at this age... Uh, because
0: you're still under 30, aren't you? I'm
2: 30. That's why. Okay, okay. <laughs> that, uh, that's why, because I have the, the experience, but not as much as the other adjudicators. So I will do my best, and all the knowledge that I have, I will try to to give it to, to the students, and then we will see what happened there, but I'm really nervous about it, but yeah, <laughs> and it's going you, to be fine.
0: <laughs> well, as Dirk was saying earlier, you're going to be surrounded by international exactly, yes. judges on you yes. from around the world, Exactly,
2: and um, some of them I used to look when I was young, like they were dancing and being next to them, <laughs> it is a huge uh, opportunity because at least they cannot all everything that i have done as
0: well so yeah.
2: yeah for me it's going to be amazing
0: and it'll be a learning experience exactly it, for yeah you? that's yeah.
2: the that's the most important thing mm-hmm. yeah, yeah
0: yeah, gaining experience from exactly. what they say and yes. tell you to look out yes, for exactly Gosh, i'm
2: pretty sure i will be idea. a little bit quiet
0: <laughs> <laughs> just
2: to listen what they're going to see but yeah if i have to say something about the competition i will
0: okay now what i want to know is a little bit about your background mm-hmm. um javier you're a young man and um you started Tell me how you got into ballet. So
2: it is funny because every interview that I have, I have like a little bit of story about it. So my dad and my mom, they are dancers as well. Oh,
0: oh yes. really? Oh, yes, well, there you yes, go. Yes, yes,
2: yeah. yes. They, they are dancers. And, uh, well, you know, as a young uh, boy in Cuba, we we just want to play around, you know. Yeah, you, yeah. you want to be in the street, you know, playing with your friend. Um, somehow my dad said to my mom, him in ballet because I don't see a way just to live in Cuba you know and I didn't like a ballet. I didn't I didn't want to dance at all I was playing baseball soccer I was doing karate stuff like that <laughs> and then, no, then
0: near yeah
2: no nothing about that I used to dance but not like a, you know I didn't want to do it as a professional yeah, yeah so then I went to the school I started with nine years old in the in the Cuban ballet and in the beginning I didn't like it at all. So then the first time that I had like a soloist uh, role, I was like, hmm, this is interesting. You know, you are dancing along. Oh, and you're the all- center of attention. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So everybody was, ah, oh, he's good. He has some uh, magic in his dance. And since then I've been doing ballet.
0: And just took off from that moment? Yes,
2: yes. That was the moment that I say, okay, I want to do this. Okay. And then when did you get involved professionally? So after I finished the school, we came in 2011 to South Africa. So my first important professional career started here, in South oh, Africa. Oh,
0: right. And in Cape Town? No, in Johannesburg. Oh, in Johannesburg. With Dirk. Oh, okay. uh, with Dirk. I'm Sam Zibale, yeah my goodness so South Africa and Dirk have played a big part in your life
2: yes always 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 every time that I go somewhere else I say no I used to work in Johannesburg and that's my background yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and have your
0: parents ever been here
2: no I wish I they I wish I could bring them to 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 South Africa just to see the country and the company mm. but you know uh, Kiwa is a little bit uh, complicated to bring people. Yes, so yes, yes. I think when the time comes, I will uh, will bring them. Okay, because
0: yeah. they would probably be terribly proud seeing you professionally yes, dance, yes, yes, which presumably yes. they haven't really yes. seen you dance.
2: Yeah, they, they they saw me, well, my mom saw me when I was in Cuba and my dad, uh, well, every year he sees me dancing because we have a company in Spain as well. Mm-hmm. My dad and I, we have a company, it's a Cuban uh, professional company. So we basically, what we do is to show to the European people in Spain our culture in Cuba. So, yeah.
0: Well, you've mentioned a few times your Cuban technique. Mm. Um, Is it different then from the Western ballet? We're talking about ballet now, remember? Yes.
2: Yes. Yeah. I mean, uh, we have, uh, as a Cuban, we have a mix of technique. So we have the Russian technique, English technique. uh, Ah. So many. So we put that in one technique, and it comes the Cuban methodology. So that's why we jump, we turn, we do all this trick around the world. So, yeah, it is amazing. So we have a unique technique in Cuba.
0: So I know ballet is very um, physical, obviously, Mm. because that's part of its beauty as Mm. well, the physical beauty of ballet. Exactly. But are you saying that the Cuban technique is more, um, uh, what would, uh, more rough more um dramatic
2: well i wouldn't say dramatic i will say more powerful
0: okay yes
2: okay. i will say that because besides that we have to dance clean and all the arms we need to take care of all the technique the clean technique but we especially take uh, the jumps and the turns yeah that's why we we'll make it different from other countries
0: And that- what would we notice when we're watching ballet that mm. you are now doing a different sort of jump? Yeah, Would exactly. we notice that?
2: Yeah, for sure. If you go to a competition, you will see a Russian, a Chinese, and Cuban, and you will see, oh, he's Cuban. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, people will notice that. Is
0: there a big following of ballet in Cuba?
2: Oof, a huge following. Really? Yes, yes, yes. That's the most important thing uh, in Cuba. The culture of art in Cuba is one of the biggest things around the world. And all the parents, all people want their child to become a dancer or musician or mm. a sport game. But in ballet, they, we have a really huge school there. And it is, it's amazing the schooling that we have in Cuba because it shows to the world that in Cuba as well we can dance.
0: That's amazing. Mm. I would not have thought that, although I know that Dirk... Badenhorst, was, as you said, was here earlier, um, has in the past brought out Cuban mm. dancers yes. to perform here. Yes, And I remember one whose name I don't remember being really astonished some years ago when he was here. And Dirk said, yes, because they are they are strong. It, mm. it's, it's sort of macho almost yes. slightly more macho. Yes. But it's interesting. And also girls and boys are boys as interested in ballet in Cuba. Yes, everybody. There's everybody. no problem like else. there is no problem
2: with that. Good. Nothing at all. Good. That's a good part. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: All right. Now, Javier, we're going to have another piece of music. And I see you've chosen Don Quixote. Yes. And is there what... Tell me about why you've chosen this.
2: So Don Quixote is my favorite ballet. It's the first ballet that I did in Johannesburg. And I have a really an emotional... Attachment. Exactly. Attachment yeah. to that ballet because it showed me how to dance, you know, And how to be, how to show the tricks, and how to to be, you know, close to the audience as well. Because this ballet is really, it is powerful, but it's like dramatic as well. Mm -hmm. And then you need to show that to the audience how you express yourself as well. So we, he's well, Basilio is the main role, and he is Spanish. So we have that mix, Cuban, Spanish, and we do, we do that way. So, for me, it's an amazing ballet, uh, and I love the Don Quixote Ballet,
0: yeah. Okay, and here's an excerpt from Don Quixote by Minkus. Yes. Mincus. yes. <laughs> from the Ballet Don Quixote by Leon Minkus. As you heard, a bit of a favorite of my guest on People of Note this week here on Fine Music Radio, Javier Monia, Jr. from Cuba, who is currently a member of the Mzanzi Ballet in Johannesburg and is in Cape Town as one of the judges, the distinguished panel of judges, international judges, of the 10th South African International Ballet Competition, which, in fact, will be running here at Artscape from the 23rd to the 26th of July. Um One thing you were talking about just now about what you do with this ballet, Don Quixote, apparently I read that you are a bit of an expert in expressing emotion and you spoke about how important it is for you to express emotion and now apparently that's been recognized, that's something that you do naturally yes. or whatever?
2: Well, I mean, I feel like every dancer needs to express their personality on stage and, but we can't forget that we are acting as well so yes. for me it's really important to to show the audience that you are really involved with the ballet and to get to the audience you need to be you know calm and show them that everything is easy but the same thing is not easy <laughs> yeah it looks easy. <laughs> exactly yeah. so yeah for me it's really important to be you know get to that person mm-hmm. Because if you don't get to that person it's like okay we are we are here dancing and we sing tricks and turns and jumps, and we don't care about that. We need to show something else to the people to come to the theatre and be involved with us. And that's, I think that's the most difficult thing to do in ballet and as a dancer it's difficult as well.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I must just tell you that I'm not a ballet expert, <laughs> by the way. Um, but the one thing that I was going to ask you actually is facial expressions are just as important, aren't they, as what you do with your body, with your arms and your legs. Exactly. What you do with your face can communicate a lot of emotion or exactly, whatever. Yes. Is that true?
2: Yes, especially because ballet is about pantomime. Mm-hmm. And then if you don't show the real pantomime with your face, even with your hands, it is fine to say, OK, I'm I'm going to see it. But if you don't show that to your face, people wouldn't understand what you're saying to the other dancer. So the audience need to understand the the history of what is going on with the ballet. Mm-hmm. If you don't do that, uh, everything else, you can be an amazing turner, an amazing dancer, but if you don't show your expression, uh, it won't make any difference for the audience.
0: And Javier, this might be an awkward question for to answer, but how have you found the standard of ballet dancing in South Africa, like with the Mzanzi uh, company in Johannesburg?
2: I mean, when I was in Cuba, I didn't know much about the ballet in Africa. Once we got here, it was incredible because I always say South Africa have an amazing dancer. The thing for me is like we need to keep growing the student and the school needs to keep coming to the competition, to the theater, and have that develop of teacher that can tell the student, okay, this is the way that we're going to do, because. Around the world, there is English National Ballet, Russian, they are well known in all the countries. But we need to take that step from here to the people around the world to know, okay, the ballet in Jorbu or in Cape Town, they are good, mm-hmm. they are really good dancers. And and I find they are amazing dancers here. Yeah. I find that, and I'm, I like it, that's why I'm here. Because yes, I, of course, <laughs> otherwise
0: you wouldn't be here. Yeah,
2: exactly, I like the the way People do contemporary, I like the way people train ballet, and yeah, I think it's an
0: amazing. And have you seen our ballet company in Cape Town yet?
2: Today I'm going to see it for the first time. Oh, I never seen it before. Oh, okay,
0: that'll be interesting to. Because yeah. I
2: was in book so of course you Jorbu, I couldn't. Jorbu, yes. I couldn't have time to come to to Cape Town to to see mm-hmm. it. But today I'm going to watch Carmen. So let's see. <laughs>
0: okay, well there you go. <laughs> yes, that's there that's Cape Town City Ballet yeah, uh, is opening night of Carmen. Um, and the other thing I wanted to ask you about, um, you mentioned the Russian school, the English school, the Cuban school. Mm. Are you saying there is a South African school, there is a special style that we should take around the world to show people? Yeah, I think
2: that, I mean, every country, every school have different styles. So yeah. we can work in similar style, like a Russian, there is a Russian uh, school here, English school. But for me, a ballet is one word. So I don't. no matter what need you have, that's what you need to show to the audience.
0: Yeah, of course. That makes mm. absolute sense. Now we're going to have another piece of music. Le, Le Corsair, de, de, de Tell me about this and why you chose it.
2: So this one is my second one uh, role that I did in Johannesburg. And this one is uh, Corsair. I did the role of uh, Ali. He's the slave. And Corsair, well, um, Conrad is the pirate. And Ali, well, Ali, he's an amazing Powerful character because you need to show your tricks and your turns. <laughs> and your tricks. Uh, yeah. And yeah, for me that was an amazing opportunity to to do uh, Ali in Le Corsaire.
0: Okay, so this is the pas de deux from yes, Le Corsaire. Yes, this Corsier. is the pas
2: de deux. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: The Padideur de from the Ballet Les Corses, and another choice in our ballet-concentrated people of note this week, of my guest Javier Monier Jr. from Cuba, but now based in Johannesburg, and here as one of the judges of the tenth South African International Ballet Competition, which takes place right here at the Artscape Opera House from the twenty-third to the twenty-sixth of July, and by the sounds of things, it's going to be quite something to see. And Javier, I wanted to say you've been around the world, just looking through your CV or biog, whatever they call it, you've been invited to many, many countries around the world, yes. both as principals, as what an amazing experience for you as at such a young age. I know. I mean, after I left uh, South Africa,
2: I went to Spain and I didn't know how to to go to another company. So Dirk helped me to get into some of the company. And I've been traveling around the world like since I was 22 hmm. years old. And it's been crazy around uh, being to Denmark, Ireland, uh, Korea, China, USA, and uh, many countries. And everything, every time that I go out, I take like a uh, experience for that country and uh, meeting people there has been an amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Because that's interesting because um, for a young man, especially of 22, mm. to go to those unique places. I mean, and that's the
2: beauty it. of uh, being a dancer because you can travel a lot yeah. and then you can meet people uh, around the world. And that's
0: what we do with our
2: work. So, oh, but yeah.
0: now listen, the other part of it, the other side is that as a dancer, you only have so much time. Mm. You end up retiring and presumably someone like you would be teaching. Mm. But there's plenty of time for that. Yes, that is. Because <laughs> you're at the peak <laughs> of your career yes, at the moment. But um, what about choreography? Are you involved in choreography at all?
2: Well, I always say uh, you need to have, I think you need to have like a feeling of choreography because no matter what you do, if you do a choreography, you need to put everything that you have in your thought into that choreography. And I'm, I feel like no many people can do that and can do it. And for me, like I will be more interested of teaching that choreographing because oh, okay, yeah, choreographing is quite difficult to do. Mm-hmm. it. So I don't want to do. I'm really I'm very strict with my career. So I want everything to be perfect. So <laughs> I just want to be like okay, this is going to be like that and like that. Yeah, so yeah. if I want to choreograph some in some point, I will see it. I will take long, but I will do it. But n- right now, I feel like. I feel better to teaching to the students
0: do you yeah. enjoy teaching obviously yes, I do. Uh, yes. is it something that comes naturally to exactly, you exactly yes yeah, yes, yes yes and that you can give of your exactly. incredible experience yeah. to these young people hundred percent yeah and just before I let you go, because <laughs> I know you're busy, um before I let you go, what you're living in Johannesburg, right, but are you do you have time to relax, Do you have time to go around to restaurants and enjoy South Africa, Johannesburg? Yes. I,
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, we have. Well, I have time to to do all that, and especially because if you focus all the time in work, like every day, then mentally as a dancer, it's difficult after because this career is really hard, mm-hmm. and then you need to to have some time for work and some time just to relax and go to a restaurant to have a, to watch a movie. And in Johannesburg I do have time to do that.
0: Okay. Yes. So it's a nice it's a nice lifestyle for you. Yes. At the moment teaching yeah. at yeah. the uh, teaching and dancing and dancing uh, Dancing fairly well dancing major roles but as you mm. said you do principals and ballet as well so yeah. Okay. Well now look, thank you. It's been fascinating talking it's to you all the way from Cuba. Thank you for to inviting Spain. me. <laughs> uh, and it's good to have you here in South Africa and at the moment here in Cape Town. Yes. And um I'm sure this competition, the tenth South African International Ballet Competition, let me remind you, Artscape Opera House, from the third to the twenty sixth of July. Is going to be quite something to go along and have a look mm-hmm. and best of luck with your judging you so as you much. said it's <laughs> your you first so experience yes i'm sure a you're going to enjoy it and b you're going to learn so much from the yes, other judges yes 100 100 now Javier, what's your last piece of music before so we go? this
2: last piece is called diana and action it's a piece of the ballet of esmeralda oh yes and this piece is an amazing because i have been doing this ballet for so many years now, probably I will do it like in, in the gala, so with my partner, Angela. So this piece is amazing because you can show, again, your tricks, uh, your turns, <laughs> and, and yeah. But especially the communication with your partner, with your partner because yeah. for, for me, dancing this piece is amazing because in the party, you have really big lift. That you need to take care of your partner. If you if you don't listen or watch what what she's doing, then she's gonna fall. So <laughs> okay, it's still a okay. really difficult uh, part there, okay. and I love it. It's one of my favorites. All right. That's will why I live in the Dallas
0: <laughs> Will we see you dancing here at the at the? Hopefully, yes. Okay. If
2: everything comes together, yes. And
0: if you have the time, yes. <laughs> it's been a great pleasure. We we'll end so with that piece of music, and that was Javier Monia Jr. from Cuba who currently is living in Johannesburg. And all the best, Javier. Great Thank to Thank you see so you. much.